what's happening, what's happening. All right, as y'all come on in the studio, um, make sure that you come on in and say hi to us. We had a little bit of a technical issue in the studio on today. Um, unfortunately, it is because of our um, the storm we had in the area, I think, did some, some something with our, our stream. So um, as you come on in, come on in the room, <clears throat> in the virtual studio, and say hi. All right? And we pray that you all are connecting and connected and that everybody has access to us on tonight. Amen. Hey, Sister Philippa, thank you for joining us on tonight. All right. I don't know what happened, um, technical issues, but to God be the glory, they are resolved, they are solved, and uh, we here we are. So here we go. It's me, your Jesus-loving Jersey girl, and I'm in the virtual studio with the licentiate and with the pastor. And on tonight, we have a conversation planned for you that we really need you to all engage with. We really need you to engage with it. This is a conversation about envy versus jealousy, and we need your participation. So make sure that you have your comments ready and or your questions. And listen, if you do not wish to have your name associated with your comment or your question, then we have a phone number in which you can engage us at 732-723-8275. You can send a message via a text. It'll get, come to me, um, and I can read it uh, anonymously, of course. Or you can um, call. If you choose to call, then what I would suggest is that you text me first and then um, let me know that you want to participate live in the studio because you can do that, especially with these smartphones. But I tell you, this stuff sometimes is so smart, it's too smart for its own good that it starts <laughs> acting out of control. And so... The anxiety levels are a little high in the studio, so y'all, nah, we, 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 we just gonna, we just gonna, we gonna get through this, y'all. But um, thank you for listening in and tuning in um on live on YouTube and on uh, our podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Level Up Radio. We are so grateful that you are listening to our conversation and enjoying it. Remember, you can take the conversation with you anywhere you go. And you can do that by listening to us on wherever you get your podcast. And make sure that you right now take a moment to text someone, to call somebody and let them know to join in live on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Pastor Sam Friendship Amy Church. Make sure you have them come on in the virtual studio with us now because I know there are people who you know can benefit from this conversation on tonight. So last point, www.famecbrownsmills.com is our website. You can go there, click on more, click the shop, and go to our living stream store and purchase you some merch that will represent that you are a conversationalist here in the virtual studio with a conversation with Pastor Sam. And now, remember, we need your help. We're trying to reach 1,000 subscribers. So we need you to please, please, please contact your family, contact your friends, contact your, your coworkers and your acquaintances and ask them to come on to our YouTube channel and subscribe. If you subscribe to our channel, we can push this thing. We've been getting, getting more subscriptions here lately, and to God be the glory, but we're trying to, it's a little bit of a climb up to 1,000. We need your help to do that. So won't you help us out, please? And we would certainly appreciate it. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. Just help us out. 
We're going to go around the room and we're going to say hi. Oh, I'm funny, Pastor. Don't act like I'm not funny. Yeah, we're going to go around the room and we're going to say, uh, let everyone say hello. And then when we come back, I'll pray and we'll start our conversation on envy versus jealousy. Well, I am back in the studio. Woo-hoo, Thank God. Yay, the license shit's back. Who's happy to see you? Uh, I know the pastor personally are excited that I am back in the studio. I'm excited to be back in the studio because uh, things don't go right when I'm not in the studio. Uh, they went very they went right. Real, they went real wrong today. That. They was yes. fine last week. Uh, but I'm back and I'm happy to see everyone on the line. I look forward to our conversation tonight. Uh, because it really is a great topic because I know Ari was jealous oh, and envious my of me in the sea. I'm just playing But no, <laughs> I look forward to the conversation. So I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back in the studio with uh, the two greatest hosts. Oh, Isn't that nice? Uh, no, it's not nice. <laughs> and now introducing the one and only, the Reverend Samuel Lee Hayes, soon to be Dr. Hayes Jr. <laughs> I'm gonna stop messing with me. Yeah, <laughs> up, up in here. Um, good evening, everybody. It, as the licentiate always says, let the record reflect. Oh, here we go. Uh, here I we go. was not under any pressure. You just work through the situation Election until you get records. to where you need to be. Amen. Amen it was not connecting right. It wasn't doing right. But the God, but you know what? Is, you know what's annoying is that y'all out there are. Cause us all this anxiety because we know y'all got an attention span like that <laughs> like that Ooh. if we have a five minute delay on anything <laughs> y'all suckers out there are disconnecting going back to doing whatever you was getting ready to do otherwise <laughs> so i mean we're not on we don't if we're not on our toes and not on point on a regular if we ain't ready to go immediately perfect it Y'all gonna y'all gonna dump us like we a, a hot potato. Oh, y'all not gonna like, dump us like bad news. I mean, we still everybody need to just go ahead and, and and get back on and get on and then stay on. You know, one thing I, I noticed was well on um, Sunday, and I figured this out What's because that? sometimes the numbers fluctuate; they go up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. And what I'm gathering is is that people are watching on these cell phones. Okay. And when they take a call. Oh. They have to go off. Oh, yes, right. Okay. And then when they go off, it they pauses it, on. and then they pop back on. So I said, I kept wondering, like, why do these numbers keep going up and down? You know, five, five, um, three to five of them. Uh-huh. So I know for a fact that three to five of y'all are always on the phone talking with other people. <laughs> really? <laughs> on Sunday morning. Supposed to be listening <clears throat> so to the So on Sunday Sunday morning, you on your <laughs> cell phone. I thought we went over that in the church. In the that's church. Right. Turn your, turn well, your I can't even off. tell you to turn the phone off because that's what you're using. <laughs> you, you, you can't be on that answering phone calls talking about nothing. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, We're going to be talking about um, a couple things tonight. With one thing, but in different uh, factions and envy and jealousy. But when we put up a, a thing saying envy versus jealousy, but the major um, fraction and major division between envy and jealousy is that if you're envious, and envy really is a singular thing, you can only be envious of one person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really from person to person. You can't be envious of anything. This is something about a relational disorder between yourself and somebody else. Right. But jealousy is something that expands. Right? Mm-hmm. And we can look at it as well from a sense of uh, an emotional disturbance 
Um, the Bible says be angry and sin not. So we can look at it the same way because these are emotions. Be jealous and sin not. Right. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to look, I'm going to be a defense attorney tonight. I'm going to sit here and try to defend this um, jealousy issue while the other two sparkles, amen, watch them start saying some stuff. Because they, they judge they're not the star, amen. Right. They're going to they're gonna be on the other side and talking about the issues from the other standpoint. The one that we always push, and I think we probably push it um, unnecessarily sometimes because we're quick to tell somebody they're jealous. Right. Mm -hmm. Very quick. And a lot of times, it really, the person's not jealous, the person's not envious, but the person may have, and I'll get it more into this, the person may just have some mental um, um, problems, instabilities, and that's not a negative thing, where they need to really work out this um, situation they're dealing with in a therapeutic fashion. Mm -hmm. And it could stem even from back inside of a, your, your, your very young childhood days. Because mm -hmm. we learned last week that anger starts very early on. I mean, at birth. And I, mean, I think the probably the same thing can happen um, as a... Uh, a trait that is really put inside of us. And you know what? Some of these psychologists out here are saying, you know what? It's not something that is curable. So y'all going to have to tell me that if it is curable because you got to come from a biblical standpoint to let me know exactly if is this jealousy, envious thing, is it curable? And if it is, then show me in the Bible where it says that and how do you go about um, getting yourself over it and then don't pretend like you ain't never had this thing step on your toes and then um, reach you inside of a difficult place. And then I'm going to talk about where it could be useful. Aha. Uh -huh. It can be useful. It can be useful. It can be useful. Amen? Okay. Amen. So what we're going to do is we're going to pray um, that we don't have any more problems. Amen. Amen. And then we're going to um, get into the conversation. It is good to have uh, our licentiate Tyndale back safe and sound from his travels. Uh, as well, Ooh. we want to say a shout out for Sister Mandy. Today is her birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Amen. And our prayers are going out to our sickest shut in, uh, to Sister Karen's father who is um, ill. We want and um, Mother Domino who had a procedure today. We just want to just go ahead and put those things out. We don't normally do the um, lifting up of announcements, but we want to make sure we reach out and touch those. Um, individuals. Let the studio say amen. Amen. Y'all get it going on. Let's get this prayer going on here. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you once more and again for another day's journey. We thank you, God, for another week that you've kept us since we've made it here to another Wednesday. We thank you, dear God, for keeping us through the storms, dear God. We thank you for watching over our homes and protecting us and keeping us safe from all hurt, harm, danger, seen and unseen. We thank you you kept the flooding back here, dear God, and that Tornado never really materialized, dear God, a couple of nights ago. So we're grateful, Lord, and we're thankful that you are keeping us and protecting us. <clears throat> now, Lord, we ask that you will be in the midst of this conversation, dear God, that you actually take lead and that you will be in control in the studio. And, Lord, we thank you in advance for what you will do, praying that this conversation will bless someone that is hearing us on this evening or whenever they listen to us, dear God. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, thank God. Thank all right. God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank, thank you, Almighty God. Y'all go ahead and take Amen. some first steps here. <clears throat> well, first of all, God said he was jealous, so I need to understand that piece, right? He said he is a jealous God and um, that we shall not have any other gods before him. So I am and have been curious, and I hope that we can uh, figure this out on this evening. 
What uh, does that actually mean? We're gonna figure out jealousy tonight. Well, we're gonna. I'm saying, how, what does it mean when God says He's jealous? I get it. Uh -huh. How we're not supposed to have any other gods before Him, but God using the adjective or the descriptor of being jealous is interesting to me. Um, and maybe it's just used so that we could better understand it. But He did say He is a jealous God, right? He said that in, um, I believe it was. Exodus, if I'm not mistaken. So you're supposed to be defending the, the position, and you're gonna drop this right dead on God. I'm gonna drop from it the, from the from onset. I'm not even gonna touch. It. I'm gonna put this I'm right just, on God. I'm just giving it back to him. Uh. <laughs> but um, when you talk about jealousy and envy, uh, the two things are different, uh, very similar, but yet different. I know that when persons are um, envious. They wish they had something someone else did. And uh, a lot of times when you're envious of someone, uh, it's pretty much uh, a goal for you, right? If you're envious that someone has something that you want to have, then you sort of resolve in your mind that I want it, so I'm going to work hard and I'm going to uh, attain that thing. I'm going to get that same, that same whatever that same thing is. Um, jealousy is a little bit more malicious, I think. Jealousy takes a, 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 a darker turn. Um, when people are jealous, they tend to do more things um, that are very pointed at in the individual to whom they are jealous of. Um, whether it is, you know, strategically plotting, planning um, to, to, to take over, to get something from, to take away from. Uh, so those two things. So you're me, saying jealousy could be more harmful than envy? I think envy? so. I think jealousy is a lot more harmful than envy. I think jealousy makes you do things that that are really um, out of the box, that are egregious, sometimes malicious. Well, what about Cain um, and Abel then? Yeah, well, he killed them, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, that was envy though, right? Um, I don't know. I, that I, was one-on-one -on -one type of a situation where um, he was really um, out of the sorts about how he was being dealt with with God, and he wanted that same type of response. But that was interesting that you said it's one-on-one -on -one because I don't think that I don't think that you have to be um, envious of just one. Uh, person, I don't think that that. So I think you could be envious of several persons. Yeah, but they're what I'm saying and is that they're that all jealousy, separate relational pieces. Mm -hmm. But I, but I think that just because it was one on one, didn't mean that it wasn't jealousy, um, because I think when you go to that extent, that you that you have determined in your own mind that someone's not allowed to live, because if if you know that that you know those um any Lifetime, all those Hallmark mysteries movies, right? If I can't have you, nobody else can. If I can't have it, you can't have it. Um, I just think that's I think that's what jealousy does. I think envy is something a little, a lot less, um, a lot less harmful. But he was, but if we stay with that vein, uh -huh. he was envious because he wanted the same attention to his sacrifice and his offering mm -hmm. as his brother received, mm -hmm. and he didn't get that, and yeah, so he I, he took him out. Right, but do you consider that just envy? I think, you know, I, I want the same thing. I think envy can turn into jealousy. I do believe that. I think that if you labor there too long, that you can become jealous uh, And when you first started out as being envious. And I think that just depends on, um, on your, your perception of it. Like, for example, I can be um, envious of someone um, having a, a baby, right? And I didn't. So let's say that for it is the example. But jealousy might take me to the hospital and go and once they had that baby and dress up as the nurse and go take the baby. 
I think that I think it could turn into that kind of thing. You know. So you're saying it begins as envy. <laughs> I think and then, it can be um, because of factors. Mm-hmm. It can turn into um, jealousy. I believe and, so. Okay, I I can I can go with that. What do you got to say about that? Yeah. No, I I think that's good because I think that I was going to say right, the first thing I was discussing. I think jealousy is about anger. Um, envy, you're right. Is it good? But to- anger is by itself. Right, but I think you'd be jealous. You're gonna. I'm, I'm, if you're talking about being envy, you want to have something that someone else has, mm-hmm. and then it rises to a level of jealousy. And when you have the jealousy, you are now angry, and you want to attack the person. So I, I think this constantly together. So you're telling me that jealousy makes you want to attack? I think it does. But I think it attacks the individual before it attacks somebody else. What do you when you what say that? Attack, how do you mean jealousy is something that eats away at the at the, the starting point? Oh yeah, that person before who, it, who's, who's before harboring it goes the jealousy. Out, oh, right. Right. Before yeah, it goes absolutely. out, but it's yeah. still, and, uh, you're still angry when in in that process. But sometimes not all the time people are going to act on that though because they they're looking for um, this jealousy thing to be moved away from them. The same thing as being angry and not be jealous and not. I know and I understand that I can be in this position and I can have this type of feeling, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be relying upon the Spirit of God to come in and pull me away from this because it's not going to be um, good for me to stay here, to stand here, to be in this envious posture because it's going to um, birth jealousy. Absolutely. Right. It's true. Right. But even if you birth jealousy, mm-hmm. are you saying that, out of that birthing process that you're going to be hurting somebody? I think that you can. It can, it can, you can. Lead to that. I mean, yeah, yeah you can, but I'm saying not, not, it's not necessarily, but it can lead to right. Right. It's not that you you might hurt somebody. Because I, I thought you guys were saying that it's an absolute. No, no. It's, not, it's not absolute, but I think you really if you get if you're really, you know, harboring a lot and really consumed with it, absolutely I think you might get to a point that you're gonna hurt somebody with it. It's not all like you said, it's not absolute. Or hurt yourself or first. Hurt yourself. But you just, you just said though, and you can internalize it so much that it is going to hurt you because you're so consumed right. with it. And so when you're so consumed with it, it does start to uh, breed some things that could be detrimental to your health. But I think what the first lady said was, you know, I definitely agree with that. Echo is that the envy you start off wanting something, you know, wanting not and you you just want it. You you want what that person may have. And then it breathes. I think after a period of time, you may say, you know what? Well, why can't I have it? I deserve that. I should have it. They shouldn't have it. That's where I think the jealousy comes in. Yeah, but jealousy, I mean, explain the jealousy portion. I mean, I guess above y'all, from a status point of an in, in, in emotion. I mean, because we're looking at it, I want to look at it from the emotional stem and um, see how that really um, can, can grow inside of an individual. Because I think jealousy has to have these other psychological factors involved. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, for example, so let's take this. We'll just take some girl things that we know that happens. Mm-hmm. So, if you're if you're a a, a person who's insecure, right, mm-hmm. um, and then you you know there's somebody that's you know uh, on the, the in the same school as you or in your same workspace, um, and that individual gets a whole lot of oh my goodness, you know Sue, you're really pretty, or Sue is just the most beautiful girl in the world, and you know all that kind of stuff. If you're insecure, you already were envious maybe of Sue's uh, Sue's appearance, right? But then the more people do that, and the more people pat Sue on the back for her looks, the more you look at yourself in the mirror and you start to say, well, I'm you know 
I'm not that. I'm still not that. I'm not that. You try to do different things. You try to um, change your appearance. You try to start dressing like Sue. You start trying to, you know, do different things like that in order to see if you'll get that same attention. Mm -hmm. I think insecurity is one factor, one, and I think that's an emotion um, that can take you to a level of being uh, from envious to jealous. I think that if you are not financially where you want to be and um, you see somebody else who's, you know, um, what they say, living high on the hog or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. And it's something that you aspire to be, and even though you might be working toward that, um, your 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 uh, your financial status could potentially take you from envying that to saying, okay, well, you don't deserve to have it, you know, at all. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm jealous now, and I have to like basically come to this space of of uh, reconciling in myself. But when I rec try to reconcile in myself that you know I shouldn't really be this way. I get more and more upset. And I think that that's just the trick of the enemy talking to that individual and putting that those thoughts in their mind that, you know, um, they don't deserve that. They shouldn't have that. You should have that. You know what I mean? I think those types of emotions really come from, from that. I, I'm, I'm convinced that jealousy can move towards damaging behaviors. I'll give you that. Uh -huh. I, but it, I also believe really deep inside of my heart, that it, it does not have to lead to negative behaviors. It can lead to something that probably would get you acting a little bit more in a positive fashion. Um, let's just say if you were out, um, per se, uh, an example, you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. And you're neglecting your, um, your other half in the relationship, mm -hmm. right? You're not paying attention. You're not um, doting over the person. You're not doing anything. You're just taking it for granted. This person is going to always be there. This person is just going to basically um, do the bidding of their portion of the relationship. You're not giving them any um, acknowledgments, no accolades, no exaltation, no I love you every once in a while, boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what, you you go out, say we go out, and then somebody, and you know what, it may happen, you know, once or twice, three times, but then other people start looking at your spouse and giving them compliments. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're going to get a little bit of some jealousy there. Right. Right? But you can turn that into a positive thing. Yo, I can't let people out here be outdoing me. Mm -hmm. So let me get back on it because what I see is my better half is feeding off of the attention that I should be getting. Right? Why are you laughing over there? I know the story you're thinking about. Uh, I'm just saying. And then what you do is it, it gets you back on your toes, right? Uh -huh. And you start doing what you've been negating not been doing. So in that sense, the jealousy that really started off in you turns into a positive thing because it gets you to doing what you were supposed to be doing in the first place. First of all, y'all can tell I watch too much Fatal Attraction on TV1 because that's where all these stories come from. But, um, well, mine, mine did not come from the fatal trust. I saw fatal trust in the Who said that fatal trust stuff? Sister Nine. I ain't know. Mine is not coming from the fatal attraction stuff. Go ahead. No, but I do watch that show. That's why these examples. Oh, it's a show? Yeah, it's a show. It's a, it was a movie, it's, too. It was a movie, too. I know the movie. The movie with, with the, the rabbit. With the burning bunny. Right. Yeah, yeah right. the boiling bunny. 
but no, there it is a it's a show that comes on like every week, and they it's um predominantly um African American stories about mm. persons who have like just been so jealous that they've taken people out because of it. So um, these are where those things come into mind. This is why it listen. Um, this is an alert. Be careful what you put into your spirit, cause see it comes out right. But see what I'm saying. <laughs> what is, I was thinking about. What I'm saying is that these things can lead to. They, they come and they can be birthed from psychological factors mm -hmm. that exist inside of an individual right. before all of this even come to, to the surface, before all of this comes into play. If you're dealing with a person who already has low self-esteem, right. you start doing, yeah, right. If right. you're dealing with a person who already has anxiety, mm -hmm. who already is moody, who already has depression, mm -hmm. when you're dealing with somebody who is possessive, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh? If you're dealing with somebody who has insecurities, as you said, right. a, a fear of abandonment inside of their life, some right. codependency stuff going on, right. and some you know overall just anxious that's always there, man, these type of folk, you say that they get jealous quick, but no, what happens is they're triggering these other factors that they're not dealt with. Right. I get that. And these factors now are being generally washed over with this emotion that we're calling jealousy it's really not jealousy but you have low self-esteem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your low self-esteem is, is, is the issue right it's what's the catalyst so don't call me jealous i really genuinely need some help in dealing with this um instability this psychological issue of having low self-esteem mm -hmm. well how do we deal with your low self-esteem first we have to find out why you have this low self-esteem. Right. And that can go all the way back to your toddler time frame. This is true. You could be harboring some low self-esteem issues for the time frame that you were a child. It could have happened not only in your family. It could have happened in the school. I mean, it could have happened from, you know, if if, if you basically there and people have been calling you ugly all your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, or people have been calling you dumb all your life. Mm -hmm. And then you get up there and then you see, you go around somebody. Somebody been calling you stupid all your life, dumb. You never be able to do anything. And I'm telling you, I was a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. I was a late bloomer. I, I did not understand algebra the first time somebody put it in front of me, but I was able to do it right now mm -hmm. in, inside of a breeze. So mine was something that came on later. But don't sit up there and then call me um, dumb and stupid and all the rest mm -hmm. of stuff and everything. Right. Uh, because then I'm going to start believing that. And then when... I go around somebody that is very um, apt and very good at whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. I may be looking at you like, man, how in the world did you get a chance to do all of these things in such a fashion? And I'm going to get upset because I did not have that opportunity and people were dogging me out. You don't even know why I'm upset. Mm -hmm. It's really not directed at you. You feel the heat. Right. You feel the heat. Right. But your narcissism should be toned down a little bit because it really wasn't about you. You made right. it about you. And then now I'm going to have to turn the the focus to you because you're challenging me in my own psychological factor that's not been dealt with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't I don't think that what we ought to do in life is to when we believe somebody is jealous of us, envious of us, we cannot immediately make it about us. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yes. once you immediately make it about yourself, then you have poured fuel on the fire mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you have turned this person into now your, your, your antagonist. Right. They're no longer your ally. Right. But don't you think that, that when that happened, that they started out with the envy first, or do you think they just, I mean, as they were going through the emotions. So like we're taking an insecure person or a self, your low self-esteemed person, 
right? It's just like, I wish I had esteem like, you know, somebody else. I wish my esteem, I wish I was that confident. Don't you think that's sort of like, don't you think it goes in stages? What? No, because like it doesn't you know just jump right into, you know. Envy could be born out of admiration. Right. But the person you were admiring didn't know how to receive it. Right. Got you. I mean, I didn't know how to receive it. And then, you know what? Just start thinking, you know what? Ain't nobody. If if another person on the other person of the relationship, nobody's ever told them how great they really are and they have a, a gift. And then somebody comes in and starts, you know, I really admire what you can do. And you're great. And they immediately go into that, you know what, let me, what's wrong with you? You know, nobody's ever told me this before. What are you trying to do? Right. What are you trying to get at? Now you think that you, they you want start, something from you. Exactly. You mm -hmm. start thinking in different terms. And then you start doing things. People start really, um, and then if they start trying to emulate, then you can, your mind can go from uh, being admired to now you're looking at this person as somebody who's attacking you mm -hmm. and now I got to figure out what's going on mm -hmm. and then the relationship can go um, totally tank and then when people start asking both of y'all alright we got to squash this let's sit down and discuss what really happened here mm -hmm. and I want you guys I want you to explain to me what happened and I want you to explain to me what happened and somebody's gonna um, inevitably say you know they were jealous of me yeah mm. it's never jealousy right so how do you get that? So then how do we figure that? Okay, so then let's do that. How do we figure that out then? Because that's what we've often been taught to label these things as, Absolutely. right? We've always been taught to label them envious or jealous. I do agree that there are, 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 there are times rather when persons misbehave, when they act out of sorts, when they do things that are just whatever, off the chain. And as I often have said to some people, just don't, feed into it because you never know what somebody's dealing with. They might be dealing with a sick loved one at home. They might be dealing with a bad report that they received, whatever the case may be. And it, like you said in, in the previous comments, uh, pastor, that let's not make it about you. Let's not focus it on us. We have to stop taking things so personal, so immediately, right. And try to figure out what a person's issue is, and, but and that only has to come damaging out. Behaviors. Right. And that only has to come, that can only come out in dialogue though. That can only come out in conversation. And, and why is that never the course of action? Cause I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about mm -hmm. it because why I'm feeling threatened mm -hmm. when I should not feel threatened. Mm -hmm. Right. And now I got to figure out, see exactly what you're doing. Right. And I got to make sure that I'm going to get you before what you, you get, get me. me. Yeah. It's definitely the fight or flight uh, syndrome, for sure. I I was just going to say that, you know, I know that there's sometimes there's some underlying issues the person may be dealing with. Sometimes? Well, most of the time. But I do want to say, you know, and first of all, you say, you know, they may be going through something, they may have a sick loved one. But I don't necessarily always think we should give them a pass on the behavior that they tried to exhibit towards someone else. They may be going some, going through something, but that does not give you the right to treat someone in a demeaning fashion. Uh -huh. uh, you have to. You're gonna have to learn how to deal with your issues and not take it out on the other person. And I, I think a lot of times that people are not able to separate, and they may be stressed out for whatever reason, a bad report of loved one may be sick, but that does not give you the right to go and treat someone. But I don't think in people. Uh, excuse me for interrupting you there, but I don't think they do it intentionally. Like, I don't think they said, okay, I got a bad doctor's report. I'm going to go into job today and I'm going to cuss everybody out because that's, that's my business. No, I don't think that they're feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I just think that, the, you know what? People want to be seen and heard. 
Right. Absolutely. People want to know that you hear them. People mm-hmm. want to know that you care. I don't care who you are. Okay. Good, good esteem, no esteem, whatever the case may be. I think people just want to be heard and cared about and felt like somebody sees them. And so if that person gets a bad doctor's report and they're in your presence and you say something and their mind is just not focused really even on what you're talking to them about, they're focused on the bad report. And then you say something and then they turn around and snap at you. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make it right. It also does not mean that they're intentionally doing that. It's just that, listen, um, you know, it came at a moment when I was really dealing with something now it's the it's a big person who will say you know what my apologies um and i'm i'm wrestling with something but that's the key is that the person recognizes yeah. that they were out of sort at that particular moment but it, well, i always tell the do people that. don't if i ain't slept with you yesterday if we ain't been in sleeping meaning you could be in the same house with me right in another room if mm-hmm. we didn't have no interaction with one another at the end of the day if why i, I, was, why, I was i was already packing your bags <laughs> I'm glad you straightened that up real quick. Really? Because I had all I had three quarters of your possessions in the car already. I mean, if we have not had interaction, if I've not seen you since the last time we we checked out a work on yesterday, right? Then um, yeah, my thing is if you already know that we didn't have any beef, then if I respond and or rather react, because I think those are reactions rather than responses. If I react in that way, then you should already know that it's not directed at you. So don't wait for me to apologize. Maybe the question is not, you know, wow, you know, you just attacked me. How about the question being, yo, is everything okay? You want to talk about it? No, I mean, I I, I certainly agree with you on that that you you have that but that goes back to the point we were just saying that you have to ha- be willing to engage in those conversations now when the person snaps on you just totally walk away from it you have to say okay you're right is everything okay let's talk this out you may be dealing with something i, I you know i'm not gonna take it personally but again i think we get we, we react so quickly that who you think you're talking to I, i'm not talking you're not talking to me and i'm walking away instead of actually engaging in the per- with the person right and that is really what we have to do is that you know some people do act out of the ordinary when there are things going on. But I do also think that some people have these type of behaviors and use the excuse that something's going on, but that's not necessarily the case just to be uh, on the attack. Uh, and I think that's where some of that time that jealousy does come into play that people do just harbor anger for no reason. And they, well, not, they have a reason. They just never want to address the actual reason why they're angry. You know, I'm, I'm really just bent up about the one issue with the factors this cycle, this possession piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some real possessive uh, folk out here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say you put them, you know, put three people together. You, two of you were friends first, and then uh, one person meets a third person, then brings that third person to the relationship. Then next thing you know, the other two people are really having more fun doing things, and then um, not having that third person actually involved in it. I mean, at that point, is it envy or is it jealousy? Because now, oh, I go, I. I have to work. I got my schedule changed, and y'all up here having a real good time. And you know what? Right. I, I don't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. this thing. And you have to really make yourself vulnerable to the situation and vulnerable to what's going on and open to, you know what? Life is so beautiful and so open and so um, available to everybody. And you got to give people permission and the opportunity to enjoy it. Yeah, to I enjoy had. it. I mean, a lot of times we just don't want to see people enjoying enjoy life. Yeah, that's life. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
It's like, yeah, like you said, if I have to work and y'all get to hang out, now I got a whole issue with that, right? And then it becomes she or he was my friend first. I can't stand that. That is so <laughs> dog on annoying. It's childish because oh my you, goodness. you think that you should stop hearing that when you were like exactly. eight years old, right? Exactly. And that happened to me as a child. I mean, you know, a t- a eighth oh, grade. Oh, as- okay. Stop it. In eighth grade. <laughs> and, and like, I was like in eighth, I think I was eighth grade. And um, I know, na- I remember na- I remember the names and everything, but I ain't going to put them out here on Facebook. I mean, on uh, really, YouTube. Really, really. Um, but listen. Two, so I was friends with one individual, and individual three uh, came into the mix. And, 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 and here's the thing. You and individual three might have some other things in common, more, or more so or different things than you and individual one. It doesn't mean that the friendship is, 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 is cut off or that it's, it's less important than but it was the day before. it's hard to maintain it. Well, it can't. Well, yeah, it can't be when you got individual one talking about I was your friend first. Right. It's just like, are you kidding me? And then the craziness <laughs> that comes out of that type of behavior. I'm the one who walks away. I'd be like, forget all this. Uh, <laughs> but folks, that, that's you. You you're able and you walk away. A lot of folks don't do that walk away thing. Yeah. I re, I'm I'm old enough to remember when. Really. When call waiting and uh, three way calling came mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all take it for granted right now with the cell phones that it was it's something that was all I never had that been. experience. Um, yeah, Always you were again. around the same time because it happened in the seventies. <laughs> I, I was a baby. I was not using phones. No, you then. were a baby in the sixties. <laughs> and they used to when they first start coming out and you start developing getting inside of these crazy relational orders and disorders. It's about the behavior to come out of the craziness, and they used people used to. I remember when it came interrupt on. Interrupt your call. Not where really to interrupt the call. That's even further back. That's what it was doing back in the 50s with operator. Please, I would like to get here on the phone call. That's Mayberry stuff. You really I heard about that. Of, no, you I ain't heard, heard about, about it. That. You just told all the way on yourself right now. What I'm talking about is when you had it and um, you would push the button down, dial somebody else's number, and then pretend like you're the only one on the phone, and then you got the other person in the background listening to what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you they don't love you as much as what I love you. Then I'm going to get them to talk all about you oh, on this evening's yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That's it was happening numerous times. Yeah, it, I remember when that first came into play and how everybody was getting caught up with that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you hear in the background the phone call, what? That's the way you feel. <laughs> what you can't stand me, I'll get, listen this is just it right here that's another piece of envy and jealousy that happens don't tell me I don't like it I really don't like it we don't like so and so well you went from I to we that's what they did okay we oh, don't I see like so and so yeah and I'm like so and so nothing to me time out that's what you do all the time what happened we don't like them no more we don't go to that <laughs> business establishment no more <laughs> How many places have you banned from where you go? It's different. I didn't oh. think. I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying we don't like. We don't like, really like them because that's not what you said. I'm going to retract like, that. Right. Thank you. But business establishments, we don't when go there business no Business establishments do us wrong. We don't go anymore. They, don't get, <laughs> they do not get our money. Yes, that is correct. It, don't start naming these. Yes, yes, let me be and quiet because there are several places around here that just y'all won't see us again. And then when Mother dirty. Washington calls up when we're watching like championship sports, as either the uh, Super Bowl or the NBA championships, she called up and asked you, "Who we rooting for? Who we rooting for?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, what? What do you mean? I'm 
talking about <laughs> personal levels of people, like not football and basketball. Yeah. Supposed to root for the, the, the <laughs> anyway. So um yeah. Oh, speaking not of which, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. My don't make me my don't friends, make me friend's son uh works for them, so woohoo, yay. Okay, shout out. Really? Go Jordan, yay. Okay. Um <laughs> anyway, back to the subject at hand. I don't like it when um <laughs> someone has a falling out with a friend of theirs. And maybe, maybe let's go set three people, right? Um, and then all of a sudden, you still hanging out with person, you know, three, and person one says, no, we don't like her anymore because something that they had a falling out about. I don't think that that's cool. I believe we should deal with people based upon how people deal with us. And then that breeds more envy and then really subsequently jealousy, and then that becomes a whole nother thing. Because then you start struggling with the truth. Exactly. And and. That's what it says inside of the, in the um, Bible, mm-hmm. James three fourteen. Your favorite my book. My book, yes. Uh, it says, "But if you have bitter envy mm-hmm. and strife in your heart, mm-hmm. glory not, and lie not against the truth." Right. So right. I'm, I, I don't want to. I, I just wanted to interject that for uh-huh. you and lie not against the truth. So what you had to do is you really got to put that element of I'm always going to be the one who. Um, as you said, I'd rather just walk away. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just go ahead and be truthful about it, and I'm going to have this relationship inside of a good order, and I'm not going to have this thing where it's going to um, create strife mm-hmm. um, in the midst of all of us. I have friends that I can get along with individually, but I can't get along with together. Mm-hmm. I got folk like that. I mean, I, I, I love them as an individual, but then if I get certain elements and I know who certain friends are, I will not put them into the group. Right. Because it changes, it, it throws the balance off. It throws the balance off causes, big time. It causes chaos. And you got you to gotta protect against that because when you don't do it, then the people may be thinking, you just don't want me around for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And may start to think because we always default to, oh, they just jealous. They never want me around because right. of, you know, reason A, B, C. No, I just don't want that element that you bring into this relational order. Right. Because everybody right. needs to have, I mean, I got uh, relationships where I have, where it's just not contentious, but it's high impact. Mm-hmm. I go around certain folk, it's like, all right, we just going to really just knock it down and go hard at it. And then other per- other people, you just go sit down and ain't got to say a word. Right. And it's just going to chill. Right. Now, you don't want to have type triple A come while you're sitting in the yard around a bonfire with, you know, the type person that you just need to have chill and relax. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then what happens if type AAA drive down the street? And see y'all. And see y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a problem. It's a problem. It starts then at the, the envy that maybe lead to different um, thought patterns that may lead and to jealousy. And now they're going to drive down and, every time. Or here's, here's the next thing they're doing. They're calling you on the phone. What's what's up? What's happening? Right. What you, look, what y'all doing? What you doing? What you doing? Yeah, no, well, not right. y'all doing. I, yeah, what you, what doing? you, you doing? doing? No, no, no. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing right now? Now, right now. Because <laughs> you don't know it. I'm right around the corner. Right. I saw you. So don't lie. I'm right around the corner. And you best give me the right answer. That's right. Because I'm right. looking right there at you. As soon as you don't tell the truth, then they definitely they gonna you. get uh, they yeah. You. yeah, and they gonna really be envious right. and jealous. It's gonna be like, mm-hmm. why are you lying? Like, so what's up? And you gotta be careful too when you take yourself out of the position of you did something with somebody for so long, and you decide you're not gonna do it anymore. Mm. Because if you're did something with somebody for so long, and if it was something positive, and they do it better than you, 
It's like, okay, I'm just going to surrender. You do this a lot better than I do, and I need to find something that I can excel at. Mm -hmm. Now, when I walk away from it, it's not that I'm jealous of you. It's just I need to find something that I can excel at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you have a friend that's got this really all about me attitude about it, then the only reason you walked away is because you were jealous. No, I wasn't jealous. You're the greatest. Yeah. You're real good. I'm going to hug you up. I mean, um, Simone Biles, I would never be able to leap that fire up in the air, and I've been doing this all my life too, but I'm going to go off and do commercials right now. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Because what I can do is stand in front of the camera and then, you know, um, do my thing. <laughs> and the, the you know, I'm not saying that she can't do it, but I'm saying that I did not leave because I was jealous and was not able to overcome what you was doing. I left because that's your thing, and I need to find my thing. But right. I think that's interesting, just using her as the example, right? Um, that they're they're placating to this this goat thing, right? They they're doing this thing with um, saying this, and if you notice, it takes it. Let me tell y'all something. It takes really strong leaders and coaches to keep those girls' minds right, mm -hmm. so that they know that they're a team, right? She happens to be the best on the team, but they're a team, right. and they need to work together in order to bring home the gold as a team. And then when they get to their individual functions or, or, or not functions, what are they called? Individual uh, programs and stuff, then they, they do what they do. But I mean, I'm even going to use that as the example since you brought it up, Pastor. One day I was watching them and one girl was really excited for her and really, oh my goodness, like they're all on the same team, mind you, really excited for her. And then the other girl was just kind of, you could see in her eyes, she was, and I called her. I called it. I just said she was jealous because it looked like that. Now why don't you immediately default? Because it just looked like she had this disdain for her. And it's just like, wow, you know, like, shouldn't she be happy? She is the party. Like, if I got the greatest of all time on my team, Tom Brady, if I got the greatest of all time on my team, uh, 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 Steph Curry or, or Giannis now, um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but if I got the best on my team, at the end of the day, I mean, I I'm think that the ring. Michael Jordan, Kobe, right? I'm getting a ring. Look at Scotty. Right? He had to stand behind don't, him. Don't do it. Don't he do it. Stand <laughs> behind don't do it. He did. Don't do he it. No, he, he ain't standing behind him no more. Well, no. not now, but he was there when he was playing, when he was standing behind him. He, uh, no, not well, even they, so much then. But either. I was going to say, they, if you watched The Last Dance, they did it because it was the team, right? Right. But at the end of the day, Scotty has some, some issues. Had? I'm saying back then, even playing. Yes. He, did, he played. He went all in because now, of the teamwork. I don't want Scotty's but lawyers calling I'm just so. saying he had some issues. And suing the licentious for bringing that up. It's really? just an example. I ain't saying his last name. <laughs> if you say Scotty and Michael, everybody knows Come you Come on, about. bro. <laughs> I didn't say his last name. You say Kobe and Shaq. We all know. Like, this is just how it works. Kobe Jones? You got to be the same name's last name. Change his last name. Oh, she I knew how to, to find it. She knew how to find it. She knew how to find it. Really? She knew how to find it. I had to. Or you had that person. Y'all listen. Because this, this thing hits in the church really hard. Mm -hmm. And you get a lot of people in the church doing things that they ought not be doing. And um, trying to do everything and not doing anything well. Just doing too much is what we used to say. Because everything, the, 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 the factors in the church is that. God allows his light to shine on everybody. That's right. And this light is constantly moving to um, so this group. Missionaries is going to be um, up high on this month. 
ushers up high that next month, stewards up high the month following that. And you know what? The glory is going to move, but the glory belongs to God. Amen. But Amen. if you're steadily trying to get in the glory, mm -hmm. and every time I turn around, you on every panel, on every committee, and ain't doing any of them any good because you're not really putting your whole um, effort into it, mm -hmm. and you're not contributing, and you're not being um, positive, and now you're starting to cause a little bit of strife and um, difficulty, then I would say that you really just need to start focusing. Mm. You really need to start, uh, I need for you to do the best that you can so that we can let the light of God shine on you. Don't spread yourself so thin because you're trying to be like everybody else in every, in every other organization. That's envious, but I don't want your behaviors to get you to the point where they become distracting and yeah. detracting yeah. from the mission and the purpose of what we're trying to well, accomplish oh, right. and, uh, because that's going to be detrimental to all of our success because brother sister if we can't put you in a successful mindset none of us would be successful amen none of us would be successful amen. we all need each other in order to uh, right. thrive and how about like perfecting perfecting the one thing while we have 50 of the same thing right I think that that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what, I really don't know. And that's not just in churches. That's just some organizations that's, you know, some, some person's jobs. Like, it's just like, why can't we all band together to, to perfect the one thing as opposed to, I can do anything better than you can. I can do anything better than you. Right. You know, that, that whole, that whole notion. And, um, it doesn't do, it doesn't do anybody any good. It actually does more of a disservice to the body than it does good to the body. And when you figure out the thing that you are good at doing, then work that thing. I mean, work it, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then, and do it and do it well and continue to do it. Don't keep trying to reinvent the wheel that people have, other people have already done. Mm -hmm. Cause then it becomes, it becomes, you don't, then it just, it's just spinning wheels. When you get the, your thing, you know what I'm saying? Find yeah. out what it is that you're that really you're passionate right. about, but not just passion. Let it be something that you're very good at, that the Lord is like poured into Pouring. you mm -hmm. and has, has given to you as your thing. Right. I, I, you know, it's better to work together and not, you know, like you said, concentrating on others, you know, other, well, well, what I'm saying is that it's really I lost my my thought there for a second. You ain't old enough to be losing your thought like that. No, I'm just saying no. In all seriousness, that you have I some prevagen. Really? <laughs> okay, we would. Yeah. Yes, you We're can not sponsor us. Yeah, you, wanna, you can uh, sponsor us if you like. Give some prevagen. Give them some prevagen. I'm just saying is that we do need to work on honing what God has poured into us because when he when we, you actually do what God has poured into us, it actually benefits the whole body of Christ. Right. It's just not going to be it, the talent was not given just to you for you to hold and monopolize and not help anybody else. But is it was given to you for you to really build someone up and build the body of Christ up, and that's what a lot of times what happens is if we do have a talent, um, for instance, if you know how to sing, people shouldn't have to beg you to sing all the time. Well, why should, I keep having to beg you? Thank you. Well, let's not I have go, been begging you for totally years that, to get well, on the first, choir. First, okay, I'm sorry. He don't know how to sing. No, I know how to <laughs> sing. But he's been on a choir. Uh, and he won't help uh, out. Him and a couple uh, other folk. I know. So how to let's sing. let's clarify that. that. I, no, I'm talking you, about. You, you're gonna tell me you're gonna know how to sing? You just put your foot. You in got your a microphone mouth. right in front of you. Let me hear you hit a couple bars. I don't 
don't need to sit here and, and sing Luther. Uh, no, no he don't even know the words to Luther. <laughs> really? Huh? That's, that's what we're doing right now. I was trying to make a very What a friend we have in. Come on. I know the words, but I'm not singing it. I know it said, I, I just said all the words you know I except for Jesus. You don't know song. any other words to that song. Huh? Know, what's, I, the next, what's the next stanza? What's the next one? This is not a pop quiz. No, nah, it is pop quiz. You said you know the words to the song. What are the next one. words? Lord, he, all our sins and griefs to bad. Come on. What you got? Oh, what a privilege it is to carry. Don't, no, do not sit it. there and start saying it. What's the words. next one? So what I was saying was, uh, <laughs> what's the next one? People y'all, this is what y'all listen. This how we caught us behind up last week because he always <laughs> talking about ago, Luther. Right? Luther yeah. was it two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. And we 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 went off the air and we were sitting around having a good time. And he up there still talking about I know all the Luther songs word for word. <laughs> so we said, all right, what we did is we had like a little mini karaoke session after the fact. And uh, he first lady, went on Jersey that girl, yeah. she won. She tore him up, y'all. What? And then I tried to make it easy on him. <laughs> I said, "All right, bro, I'm gonna give you some of your favorite Luther, and let you work with Luther." And you know what? He didn't even know the words to, to a house, a is, house not a home. is not a home. That is a sin. That is a that is that that debilitated me. I had I walked out of the studio. I was like, I can't believe that you got the word. And then somebody else, Kaylani, called us up, and she gave the right words. And every day since he's been two, he's been telling everybody how he loved Luther and don't even know the words to what a house is not a home. I know the worst houses. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sing somebody. No, let the record reflect. No, let let the words reflect. No, go ahead. Give no. us some of that. The, the issue is, is that I don't like you put it on the spot like that trying to sing. <laughs> I didn't have the, my pitch pipe trying to get the, the key oh, right. pitch nothing. You know it, was, it was very, very stressful in the studio. You ain't going to sound could, like Luther. I, I, I sound like Luther in my car. But I'm yeah, of course myself. you do when nobody else is around. I, I, yeah, I was sure. When no one else is around. I myself. I got it. But I felt a lot of pressure. What was that he just did? I, you heard the ooh. Yeah, you that? heard that. You heard that. No, I, was, no that, that, that wasn't even close. I, that sounded like you was in pain. Yeah. Well, I was saying, <laughs> what I was saying to my point about the singing, Yes. Aside from Luther. Yes. Is that I'm saying if God has given you a talent mm-hmm. like that to sing, you know, mm-hmm. his songs, people should have to beg <laughs> He you. gave you the talent. I, you know the, you know how to get up on the choir and, and participate. That's what the first lady is saying. She's been asking you to participate. Wait, and I, you, sir, don't want to participate. That's what we talk about. I, first of all, I have seen You sit in the third seat. So there you met me as you talk about what we want to talk about. <laughs> That's what we're doing right now. That's what we're, that's what we're going to do right now. I said the third season. You lucky. You get some airtime. We let you have it. Go ahead. Bust some Luther. Ooh, Sister uh, Nina. Sister always Nina. Always in forever. Nina. Sister Nina challenging you. She said, Sister Nina is challenging you. She said, what's Luther's first breakout record in 7980? He don't. No. I, first of all, look at I him. He's sweating. Know. You see that sweat <laughs> on his face? You see the sweat? <laughs> that forehead glistening. He don't know. You, I do not know. All right. That's <laughs> enough of that nonsense. We don't need to be talking. He, he, I'll sit up there with all of that stuff and don't know oh, this um, information. I know now, I will say this as well. Oh, God. That as a pastor, one of the more difficult things that I had to uh, really be careful about, what was and that? I don't know if it's 
jealousy. I don't know if it's envy mm -hmm. because the folk in the church ain't got nothing to be jealous or envious about. Mm -hmm. But when you stand up in front of the church on Sunday morning and um, you start calling people's name out uh -oh. for doing great things, uh -oh. doing beautiful things, and if they just made your heart sing or that they have something at that portion of the service that they always include, um, you call them out. There will be, I mean, I've had to deal with the fact that people say, you always um, mentioning this other person. Mm. Well, the only reason why I only always mention that other person, that, all, that other person is always engaging. Mm. I don't mention you because you sit there with your arms folded and weighing and analyzing everything and being critical about stuff. And you don't want me to say that. I can. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but you don't want me saying that. But what I can say is that, you know what, somebody's saying something positive and somebody's always jumping up with an amen or, or um, really getting their praise on. I, I like to mention, I said, you know what, I, I love that. And that mm -hmm. really um, uh, energizes me. When little man-man comes in the church, y'all try to shut him down. It's like, nah, let the kids take over. Yeah, mirror. Mirror. I mean, just I'm going to sit down and let them just run the whole show. Because yeah. they, they can get their praise all the way on. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it's just we 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 just need to really put ourselves in a position that you know we have to start changing the way we think. Amen. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Amen. Jealousy is born out of the way you think. That's right. That's right. It's an ancient emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is an emotion that's been around for a long, 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 long time. Mm -hmm. It ain't just got invented. And I asked the question when we first started, and I'm going to put it back to you guys again. Can it be cured? I want y'all to. I want y'all to really. I have my own um, piece to it, but I'm going to ask y'all that. Who want to go first? I think you answered the question though. No, nah, I ain't answered nothing yet. Don't be trying to tell me what I did. You yeah, I'm going to put it on you. Hold on one second. There you go. Now, Luther. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of, ang you know. I miss <laughs> I, yeah. Which one? Bigger Luther. Yeah, Bigger Luther. Uh, it seems last week I missed the conversation about anger. There should be some remnants of anger in the studio right now. Uh, oh, but I was saying though, hey, I go think, get my pistol. See, I'm talking I ain't got to put up with this. And no, you. What you did say because it's a mo You have to change your thinking. Yes. For you not to be jealous. So if you know you are getting to that level of anger, or en enviness, or enviousness, or jealousy, then you need to reevaluate why am I getting to that point. And you can't dwell on that right. stuff. What is driving me there? What is going on? What is the root cause for me to be envious or to be jealous of this? But person? that's going to come. But I'm talking about you just can't dwell on it. Right. You, you got to recognize I can't stay here. But that's what you, but you, the point is, is you have, in order to change your, change your thought process, you have to recognize that it happened. And that, that when you recognize that it happened or it's happening, you have to now change it. And you may have to go to the person mm -hmm. and may talk to the person because sometimes, I, you know, uh, you, you used an analogy earlier about the uh, gymnast. You know, if that young lady maybe say talk to uh, Simone Biles, she may get some tips and really realize that Simone. Who is Simone Biles? Simone. I said Simone. <laughs> I didn't say Simon. We can rewind the tape. I, I we anyway. <laughs> that the young lady would see that Simone has a very good heart, who may be willing to teach her a little extra. Although she's on the team, I'm just saying. Sometimes you go talk to the person, you actually get to start understanding the person and not have that jealousy involved. I, I think that's powerful, yeah. When you talk to them and get a chance to know them and um, their motivations right, and where that um, passion is coming from, mm -hmm. how long they've been working on their skill set mm -hmm. 
and what they have invested in the uh, moment. Right. All those things are um, exceptionally powerful to uh, come and play. And I um, think that it is um, necessary not to just sit there and marvel at somebody, but, you know, get to know the legacy of what they have done up to that point. Absolutely. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Why are you hiding what you writing? You don't want me to see it? Nope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> She's sitting up here writing stuff down and hiding her hiding paper. Hiding it. <laughs> um, I don't want you stealing it. And then you be saying it. No, mm, I'm just mm, joking. Mm. <laughs> so listen, I think um it can be it can be reversed, absolutely. And I think the way it can be reversed is the first thing you have to do is you have to recognize your problem. If you don't recognize that you have a problem with either envy or jealousy, then it can't be changed because you have to see it. That's part of our problem when it comes to envy and jealousy. We always point the finger at other people, but we're never looking at ourselves. So the first step, I believe, is you have to recognize the situation. Then you have to say, well, why am I envious or why am I jealous of that individual? And going back to what Pastor said earlier, then you have to um, to uh, analyze or determine the the backstory, if you will. Right. You have to analyze or determine the trigger. What was the thing? What what caused me to be envious? You know, is it my low self-esteem? Is it insecurity? Is it you know, um, something that stemmed from my childhood or something that happened to me as I was growing up. Was I bullied? What, what was the, what's the thing? And then, then you have to address that thing, right? So this is very layered in terms of how you can um, come out of it, but you can come out of it if you're determined and if you're intentional about doing so. And um, at that point, I think it's seeking therapy. And um, of course, you know, your faith and prayer coupled with that. Uh, would be able to help you um, come out of that. Now, I have a, a thing to say. Uh, we talked about Simone Biles for a second. We, we talked about her thing. And that inc incident that I, that I mentioned that I saw with my own eyes, she was very supportive of all the other, all of the, all of those teammates to include that young lady. And it just is it was so powerful that, you know, you just said, I sent you that, you know, maybe just ask her. And I don't even know if she, her in particular, just, Visually, I don't know if she's even one you have to ask. She just seems so readily available to encourage because she was even talking to one of the teammates on the sideline and talking about you can do it, you have it, you have it in you. You just have to believe it. Yeah, I mean, she I, and we heard this audibly on the tel through the television. So she just seems like she's that individual who has that. It may be something that the other young lady needs to um, search and find out. Anybody who wants to be uh great or good at something. Um, I once heard that if you want to be a millionaire, you got to hang around some, right? You can't hang around people who got $2 or begging for two. Um, if you want to be a millionaire, you hang around millionaires. Um, Kobe used to have what's called the Mamba mentality, the way his work ethic was. And he used to teach that to his team um, mates. Uh, and that's how they ended up winning championships. You have, Bra you have Tom Brady who also has a particular work ethic if you research and find out how he trains and what he does and his mindset in that time, it's like what you focus on, it's no lie what our parents taught us. You are what you believe you are. You can become whatever you put your mind to. So I believe that, what is a, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. You can train it 
to become what you wanted to. It just depends on what you linger on. Michael Jordan, who was not the first round draft pick, who was not one of the top uh, to top players to go to the to the league, right? Michael Jordan worked hard, right? Because he didn't have that. He wasn't that dude, but he became that dude because he changed his mindset and he put in the hard work. And now he's like still the greatest right now, as they say, of ever to have played the game. So, you know, I just think um, your mind, you know, renew your mind, renew your mind, renew your mind. But you got to recognize you got the problem. And I don't mean you pointing at you. I'm just meaning any of that. That you means me too. Yeah, recognize sure. you have the problem. <laughs> And then you can move on. I'm a. I'm. I'm. Can you block his camera out and shut off his mic? The thing. No. I, I want you to uh, name me. Name me seven Luther songs. Uh oh. Oh, we're really doing this. Yeah. I, I want seven songs. I am not but doing this. But wait, before you. And none go. of the ones we've already said. No. Wait, first give wait, me wait, seven wait, 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 songs. No, one second. Uh, before y'all go any further, Sister Denise. Yes. Practice. Practice. But it's a, it's something besides practice. I think that makes you the goat of your sport. I think. It's more than just practice because people could practice and really not put as much um, intention behind their practice. I think like Kobe used to talk about when he he would get up and he would be um, at the, the 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 what is it the arena at two three o'clock in the morning. He'd call his trainer and say, "Come on, let's go." And then practice wasn't normally until like ten o'clock in the morning for the rest of the team. You got to do more than just practice. I think you got to go beyond practice. You know, you've got to really set your mind to doing something extraordinary mm -hmm. in order to become extraordinary. Right. All right. Um, you're up, sir. What are we? What am I? What am I saying? I, I, none of the songs. Sister Nina. Oh no! Don't, don't Sister Nina. Don't write oh, them in there because you are like, a Luther what? fan too. Never don't write too them much. in there. No, we said that one, didn't we? No, we didn't. Yes, never we did. No, we okay. didn't say never too much. It's right here, Sister Nina. Gave that answer to you in the chat. Bro. I don't see that. I didn't see that. Okay, Power of Love. Dance with my father. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, I just I, really, with this, with this, uh, the pastor trying to come at me right now. <laughs> Sister Nina, don't tell him. So, he got his, so somebody with their feed of no, information, no, we're done. I'm done. not even looking at Nina, you no, cheating I'm for I, I, I'm I, done. No, you, it's over that. We're not doing that no more. And I can't. They cheat. And I'm trying to tell him, don't put nothing nah, nah, in there. Nah, 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 he, because he, he's straight looking at the feed. He's no, looking I'm not, right at his I wrote my notes down. I'm looking right at you. First do it, bro. I got my notes down, what I was seeing. So, let's let's look at this because we're going to be acting foolish in a minute. Sin lies at the yeah, door. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Sin lies at the door. Once you let jealousy in, uh, once you start having envious thoughts, and you don't put that stuff in check, mm -hmm. and you don't ask God to um, come in and help you. Amen. That I believe is the I don't I, I think it's it's terminal in the fall of humanity. So there is no cure for it. Is always going to be there. I mean, it, and sometimes it could be actually healthy. In very, very rare circumstances and situations, it could be healthy. But you got to also know and, and understand that, you know, with only God through God, a lot of people want to negate and then take God out of the equation mm -hmm. on a lot of things. But if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me where, uh, tell me where would I be? That's right. Because there are certain elements to being human that, you cannot fix with a pill. 
or a procedure. Mm -hmm. Amen. You, you need prayer. Right. So you've got to get your praise on. I'm, I'm going crazy with these P things going on right now. We got to get the praise on and we've got to really start lifting up God to help, you know, lift us out of these situations. If we decide to stay in it, then we take a chance. We, we put ourselves at risk and we have to celebrate each other. Y'all listen, we've got to celebrate each other and we've got to celebrate not only when somebody is always, I'm the first one to do this or I'm the um, one who um, um, got, you know, to this level of uh, accomplishment on, in school, on the job, and I've been awarded this for the first person in my family. Mm -hmm. No, celebrate things like, you know what, uh, something on a regular. Uh, I've been struggling to um, um, just do something simple. I can't even, you know, how do... How do I've been how struggling do... to, to, to not, um, you know drink coffee or I've been struggling. Thanks for the help. Yeah. To, you know, to, to quit uh, the smoking thing. Yeah, any of those and, things. And uh, celebrate it. Don't be, a lot of times we, we overcome these, these great difficulties. I've been trying to read my Bible and I did it three times this week as opposed to none. Mm. Is that, I mean, and That's celebrate what, that. Yeah. And when you start celebrating these different things, then God gives that person energy, mm -hmm. empowers them, mm -hmm. and it gives you um a, a, a very, very strong response of love um, to that situation. And when you have your mind set on love and nurturing and fellowship, you your mind don't have enough time to be thinking about envy and jealousy and strife because your heart is in the right what? The place. right place. Amen. And once your heart is in the right place, then you, you're really there. And you're not looking at somebody as an adversary. You're looking at everybody as an ally. You're my ally, not my adversary. Let me do whatever it is I can do to help you out. And when I end the day, and I'm turning back over to the first lady to, to um, get us out of here, I just want to lift up one of our bishops, um, consecrated bishops in the um, AME Church, uh, Bishop Vashti um, McKenzie. Her mm -hmm. husband, who was a um, former NBA player, yes, mm -hmm. um, grand supporter mm -hmm. of her ministry, um, over the years mm -hmm. and it ain't easy being a, uh, a spouse of a pastor, mm -hmm. let alone a spouse of a bishop. Right. And let alone the spouse of the first female yeah, bishop. bishop. That's right. That had to be stinging on a lot of different uh, fronts, but he supported her. Mm -hmm. Never did we see that he was um, jealous of her or any of that type mm -hmm. of thing. I didn't see any of that. And he always was there with her. And we noticed he wasn't there at the general conference this year, so people had some speculations, but we didn't know for sure. And um, she retired. So we just want you to pray with her as she um, goes through this very, very difficult um, time in her life. She's had these, these milestones, these big things that are happening, and she needs our prayer. I mean, you don't get to be a bishop without praying for a lot of people. You but you don't happened? get to be a bishop without needing prayers as well. Did you say what happened? I don't think you said. I you know I don't I'm not gonna put that out oh, okay. because I don't know if you know how personal that is but he okay. passed away today. That's that's what the, what I was talking about. Right, he, mm -hmm. he he died today, and um our prayers go with the family, and um we ask for you to um, join in with us as we send compassion and love and good energy towards um, them out there. And I believe we're in Texas. Yes, Dallas, mm -hmm. Texas. Dallas, amen. Texas. Amen. 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 So I'm gonna give it back over to First Lady. Get us out of here, y'all. You're not. Just because somebody tell you you're jealous, don't mean you're jealous. Just change your mindset, change your thought patterns, and um, get yourself in the position where you are lifting people up, supporting people, and loving on um, folk. Don't get upset. Don't get angry. Send lies at the door. 
but God can bring you through. Amen. Have the power of love. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At any Heavenly rate. Father, Lord, Lord Jesus. <laughs> he just don't know how to stop. Oh, my Sister Nina, Sister Nina's husband told her she got him in all kinds of trouble. So she kept going too and gave him some more songs. <laughs> Listen, we hope that you enjoyed this conversation on this evening. I know that I did. I'm sure that my um, co host in the studio did. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that uh, lineup. Pastor is the, the pastor's the Beyonce of the group. Okay? <laughs> Y'all, oh, hold on, you're going to start this we, stuff up. When we first started up, the very first time I got these two together, I said, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to work this thing out. The Lord has placed this thing in my heart. This is how we're going to work it out. And I said, in the beginning, what y'all going to be is y'all going to be sparkles. I'm the star. And these sparkles have been trying to outshine me ever since. Uh, ever since. Oh, in a minute, I'm going to need two new assistants up in here because I'm going to be having to turn on a song. To the left, to the left. Everything y'all own in the door at the left. In the box huh? to the, the left. Box. Oh, no. Y'all going to have it in the paper bag <laughs> to the left. Listen, y'all. Thank you so much for me, the Jesus Lemon Jersey Girl, the licentiate, and Beyonce. We thank you so much for joining us on tonight. We pray that you enjoyed the conversation. And we hope that stop playing with the microphone <laughs> we, we hope that um you you glean something that you can use and take with you um on your journey to not being jealous and not being envious changing your mindset and knowing the power of love we love you oh yes thank you it's never too much i i like you all right with me are you all right with me first thing you said it never too much all right the power oh of love. my gosh <laughs> Yeah, bye. Love y'all. <laughs>